This is the IC Pixels podcast with David and Anthony Cavins. We're going to talk about design in everyday situations. And welcome back. Um, this is Anthony. This is David, and welcome back to another episode of the Icy Pixels podcast, brought to you by Alien Muffin this week. <laughs> yeah, our network of one podcast. Yep. Um, we're recording this today in the morning, <laughs> so if I sound kind of tired, I'm going to try to get my energy up. Also, I just came from the gym, so I'm also tired from that, but um, trying to make sure I'm tank top ready. So... <laughs> that's good i haven't i'm i've tried to be more consistent with exercising and stuff like that but i i i don't go to a gym uh we i think we talked about that on the episode before i don't go to a gym just because i don't feel like paying for that um but it's kind of it sometimes it can be difficult to exercise consistently um even though I have like all the tools around that I need, it's still sometimes it's difficult just because yeah. well, stuff comes up. Well, I mean, something like that. I mean, I've found like it's easier to stay consistent if you have a partner and like working out and everything. Like if you're both doing it, even if you're not both doing it at the same time, you're both on the same path. Mm-hmm. That helps <laughs> a lot. You know, I mean, you can always go on the Internet and look at people working out. That's also motivation. But I know for me, part of the reason why I want to have a gym membership, I mean, I pay for it, but... Um, that also motivates you to use it. Because, like, if I'm paying for something, I'm probably going to use it. Yeah, I mean, you can get memberships down here for as little as $10 a month. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't know. I mean, I go at the same time. You, I mean, I've kind of made it a routine of sorts. I don't go every morning, but, like, it's kind of, you know, I go in there. It's, like, the same people there. Whenever I go in there, I mean, I don't actually talk to them, but it's the same people in there. And I don't know. I just like the feeling, especially in the morning when I work out after, I don't know, it's a good way to start the day. I feel like um, you get it in. But yeah, I mean, you just got to, especially when you start seeing results, that also motivates you. But I mean, I would say the number one thing is like, do it with somebody else. <laughs> Even if you're not going at the same time or working out at the same time, like both be on the same page of we're going to, you know, be working out. You yeah, know, and that'll motivate everyone to you know do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Give I re- started because uh, it's summer now, so it's warm outside, and I get home from work a little earlier. So I started for the past few weeks. I've been going out and playing basketball two times a week, and um, just shooting around. And what I would do is I'd go to the court. I know we've talked about basketball before, um, yeah. and you mentioned like trying to shoot as many threes. I haven't threes done that in a while. So I would Honestly. go <laughs> to the court and just shoot around until I made 23 pointers. And the amount of time required to get that done for Six me. Six hours later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, for, at first, it took maybe like an hour and a half or an hour, 20 minutes or something. But now it's down. Last time I went, it's down significantly, like maybe 45 minutes or less. Um you know, of course, some, I'm streaky sometimes, so sometimes I'll make like five, six in a row, and then it's like completely dry for like ten minutes. Yeah. But I played. I actually played with some people a few weeks ago, and I was jamming these fools up. Like it was, it was. I was pretty impressed because, yeah, I have a consistent break, but not. You're not known for no. I'm not known for jumping. Yeah. But I, I just started no. shooting. So, um, like I said, yeah, I damn, the results like, are impressive. Yeah, I, mean, I was playing with some like high school or something kids like a couple of weeks ago, and like I don't know, it was I mean, I don't know, it was kind of like a uh, I don't know. It's like I, I see how I've changed like just over the years because you know they're all talking trash and everything or whatever. I mean, a lot of people do that, but. I don't know. I was just quietly getting my points. It's like, oh, I'll just be here. I'll just jump all over you and block you or whatever. I mean, yeah, I know I'm old, but I ain't that old. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I mean, they were hitting st- shots and everything, but I don't know. I guess 
I get, you know, you can, I don't know, you get a bit of wisdom over the years and you make decisions based on energy output also. <laughs> <laughs> so you optimize the energy you're going to put into something. So that can work to your advantage. I mean, because I remember growing up seeing older people when we play with them, we're always like, ah, you know, we can run up and down the court like constantly. And then this one guy, he just always shoots that one three. And it was frustrating because. He just kept on doing it, and now I get it. Like, why put out all that energy? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you, I mean, it's nice to have the energy, so you can do it if you need to. You can have bursts of energy, but you don't need to be running full speed up and down, you know. And, you know, if you can hit a nice three, then that's a shorter distance for you to run. You only got to run the three-point line and three-point line. <laughs> yep. You don't have to run the full court all the way down under and everything and like, you know, trying to make layups. If you can hit the three, why why would you make a layup? Or hit it just a nice jumper. Like why would you even go down there when you get all hacked up and you know, if you don't have to, so I don't know. It was interesting. But yeah. I don't know. My team kept on winning. But you know, hey. Yeah, I've played with so there's barely anybody out there on the courts near me. I need to find some mutual people to play with. Because I played with people one time and <clears throat> It just felt good to play with people because I'm used to, at least in my recent life, I mostly played by myself. Um, yeah. Because just no one around or like this young kids. It's nice to test the test the metal against you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like, am I really? Yeah, <laughs> I won. We played like 21, and I, I killed them. But it was, it was good to see like, oh yeah, I'm not just good by myself. I'm actually better than some of these people. So I don't know. We'll see. Um. <laughs> So this episode was not all dedicated, supposed to be all dedicated to basketball and exercising and stuff like that. Um, We also wanted to talk a little bit about social media. So if you listen to one of our earlier episodes, I think we're almost to being, have we reached our one year anniversary? I don't think we have yet. We have to look. Mm, I don't know. I don't remember when we started. September or something. (laughs) Uh, really? Hold on, let me. I can, I check. can check. We're going to fact check. No fake news. Oh, you did check. No fake news here. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> Our first one was nine months ago. Okay, see, so yeah, we're nowhere near it. <laughs> we have three more months yeah. to go. Wow. I thought we started yeah. in like August, but oh, anyway. But our, I guess it was our second or third episode. It's called Twitter Fingers, where we talked about how we don't really use social media right or anything like that. Um, so I w- brand is weak. Yeah, the brand <laughs> is definitely not brolic, as New York people would say. Um, yeah. it, it's definitely weak on social media. The brand is, might be strong somewhere else. We haven't found where that is. Um, <laughs> In China. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else is using the same branding and everything. Um, yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, I know in that episode we talked about like things we were going to do to kind of improve our social media numbers and all that other type of stuff. And so I just wanted to follow up on that and talk about um, kind of a little experiment I did over the past couple of weeks and the impact and all that type of stuff. So um, I'm not I'm I'm not as someone some would call a Twitter nigga. I don't be on Twitter a lot, a lot at all. Um, I'm mostly, I would say I'm like a spectator on Twitter. Like even my personal Twitter, I don't tweet that much. I come on, I'll see a hashtag that I can contribute to. I'll put a little jokes here and there. I'll retweet some things. But other than that, I'm not, I don't tweet every day. Um, And for our business account for Alien Muffin, I don't tweet. For a long time, we didn't tweet at all. And then, or it was just like when it was convenient or if I was logged into the app and didn't check and see what account I was signed in as I might accidentally tweet from that account but I really wasn't tweeting from it um but then after we had that social media episode I talked to some people uh my wife being one of them and she suggested using an application called Buffer that allows you just say your wife is a Twitter nigga nope (laughs) (laughs) okay she's more like the shea butter Twitter okay (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah so she recommended i use like an app to to schedule my tweets so i don't have to be actually on twitter for real so i started scheduling tweets and um buffer i I like the tool it's useful it makes it easy to schedule your tweets and give you suggestions on when you should be tweeting like it's pretty well integrated i like it uh i used to use TweetDeck back in the day 
tweet deck was cool hootsuite was cool but um i don't know what happened to them i, I just don't use them anymore they might still i exist. think they still exist i'm, I'm sure hootsuite still exists mm. yeah i don't know i get the emails from buffer i, I admit i've never actually opened the application but <laughs> it's, it's nice i, I like it because it's a web thing because i think tweet deck or, or yeah tweet deck i had on my computer and it was a desktop thing um I believe I don't know, um, yeah. but I think I don't. Let me not speak on it because I don't remember specifically how that application worked. But um, like in terms of like from the app, could I see what was going on on Twitter? I'm not sure that I could. I think I might have been able to, but I don't know. Either way, um, Buffer. I like the application, but um, as I was using it. I wasn't noticing much growth or impact in terms of following followers or anything like that um, on Twitter, Facebook. Mm-hmm. I really don't try on Facebook, so let's, we're not going to talk about that. Instagram. <laughs> um, we'll talk about Instagram in a second. I'll let you talk about Instagram. But so I was watching. No, I read a book. Uh, Gary Ver- uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's uh, book. It's called Jab Jab Right Hook. Or it might be jab, 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 right hook. One of the two. But it talks about like strategies for different social media platforms and how you don't want your uh, profile to just look like a bunch of advertisements. And that's kind of the way our Twitter was looking for a while in that um, I was putting, I was scheduling a bunch of tweets through Buffer, but they were all just promoting stuff. So check out our podcast. Check out our website. Check out this blog post we wrote. Check out our Facebook page. Yeah. Check out our Instagram and so if you nothing engaging. yeah there was nothing <laughs> it wasn't like a real person it was just like a bot was running the twitter which you know i guess in some ways literally yeah, <laughs> it was. so um i started logging into twitter and so um because i'm near a computer a lot i just was like okay i'm gonna log on twitter i'm just gonna tweet so at first, I wasn't—I didn't really have much to say, so I was just looking for conversations to join in, replying to people, that type of stuff, jumping on little hashtags and saying random things. I would search like graphic design and find anything graphic design going on and just kind of talk about it. And by doing that, I've been doing it for let's say it was an experiment, so I did it for two weeks. And over the course of that time, prepare to be impressed. I got like uh, almost 30 new followers. And this is not like tweeting 24-7. This is maybe tweeting between like 10 and 2 during the day. Not consistently, but like I'm just going to, I'll be paying attention to Twitter for those five or six hours and then I'm going to stop. Because I don't, I don't yeah. log into Twitter after that time. I'm not paying attention to it or whatever. But just off of that little bit of effort, you know, I got 30 followers. I don't know if that's impressive or not. It's probably not to most people. But of course, I'm not. Also, I'm not going viral or nothing, so I'm not gonna get like a big upshot. But I felt like it was an interesting experiment to see like the difference between. You actually tried. Well, I actually tried one, <laughs> and then it was also interesting to see the difference between what happens when you're just, uh, you know, using basically botting it up using uh, an application to schedule tweets and stuff like that. Because a scheduled tweet is cool, but um, you gotta look on Twitter and see what's happening. And then you can schedule your tweet based on that. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm just scheduling yeah. tweets blindly, like at 3:47, I'm gonna tweet. Check out our podcast. Instead, if something is going on on Twitter relevant to my podcast, and I tweet that podcast at that time, it's gonna be more effective than just ske- a tweet I scheduled two weeks ago with that with no knowledge of what would be going on on Twitter or whatever. So, um, I thought it was interesting. Uh, I'm gonna keep trying. Maybe not as much because I don't have that kind of time, but yeah, I mean, and that's I don't know. I, 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 when I first got on Twitter, just as my personal account, I used to try to play that game. I mean, I did, I mean, I have like a decent amount of followers now, I guess. I mean, I call it decent, but other people may not call it decent, but I, I, I fluctuate between a thousand and nine hundred something, you know, <laughs> every once in a while I get to a thousand and a couple of people unfollow me for whatever reason, who knows. But I used to try to play that game, but honestly, that game is like kind of frustrating. Mm. And like, I don't always want to like 
play it, you know? <laughs> like, I don't feel like, you know, Following people back. having to watch and, you know, I mean, I think there's a appropriate strategy you can find where you don't have to just be on Twitter all the time. Because I don't like doing yeah. that. I mean, like you said, I mean, I'm a professional lurker. I mean, I look, I tend to get a lot of news from Twitter. So I just look at stuff. Every once in a while I'll retweet something, but I don't really say a whole lot. I'm just not... I mean, I know that maybe I'd get my followers up if I said more, but I'm just not one of those people that says something. And when I do say something, nobody retweets it, so I don't really <laughs> worry about it. So it's not really encouraging for me to say more. So it's just like, ah, eh, nobody saw that. I'm just, you know, I might as well go talk to the ocean or something like that, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, it's... It, I don't know. It, it's kind of a weird um, thing, but there, there, I'm sure there's a way to find a balance between that. Like, okay, well, I'll do this, but I don't need to, you know, I just schedule a time where I'm going to tweet some good information. Something that's not all promotional. Maybe it's something, an article or something like that that's actually relevant. You know, yeah, yeah. I've started, like, sharing just... articles and stuff like that that I find, and I think people can then see you as a resource for information and not just, you know, what's going on on Black Twitter today. Yeah, yeah. Or just, you know, I mean, because like a lot of these companies you see, they want to get in on the latest hashtag and they find some kind of a clever way to, well, more often times than not, they don't find a clever way to interact. But every once in a while, somebody, you know, catches mm-hmm. one where it's, you know, people like it. But I mean, it is a popularity contest and it's a weird. Like if you if you jump on the hashtags, it'll get you a little bit of burn, uh, but it's it's not going to be long term because. Like I, you know, I've, I'll retweet somebody who has a clever hashtag or a clever response to a hashtag here and there, but I'm not gonna follow them because I, I really don't care about the rest of the stuff you're talking about. It's just you said something cool, yeah. I'll repeat it, and that's it. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. And, and, and I'm not. Oh, oh, yeah. I was gonna say I'm not somebody that wants to be on there all the time any, yeah. either. I'm actually like trying to actively like reduce the amount of times that I reach for my phone in a day so it's like um, I don't know I mean because I mean I'm somebody that likes to do more than one thing at a time um, and sometimes it's it, it honestly helps me focus to do more than one thing at a time but depending on what that other thing is it may keep you prevent you from doing other things like I work and listen to music or podcasts or whatever that's fine that doesn't distract me you know but there are some things that you can do, like if you're looking at your phone, you're not going to get any work done, you know, <laughs> unless it's your job to be tweeting stuff, stuff or whatever. But I don't know if your phone is the best way to do it anyway. So I've been I don't know. I got one of those like fidget spinners. I don't know how I feel about making that public. Well, I did put it on Instagram. OK, but I was curious about them. I just I don't know. I just saw people with them. I was like, why is that a thing? And then I don't know. I saw one in the store. I was like, oh, OK, I don't know. And then I was at a thing this past weekend, and my fiance, she was like, hey, you said you wanted one, and she bought one for me, or whatever, but because I've had it, I just like, I don't know, I sit there, and I'm, I'm like, I'll sit there, I can sit down and do something without reaching for my mm-hmm. phone for a while, because I'm occupied, so um, because I'm doing that, because I want to not reach for my phone all the time, it creates a weird dynamic for me where it's like okay well you should be more active in these ways but also I don't want to be more active you know I want to be more I guess I guess it's one of those things where you need the goal is to be more effective mm-hmm. not to spend more time yeah. on it so when you do spend time on it you actually go in not like that you're always every once in a while just looking at it because I mean it's just like tweets and tweets about whatever you know it's not really that's not really helping you and you just get you can get easily sucked into just reading yeah. stuff and so I mean it's a I don't know it's a weird balance because I mean neither one of us are people that are just like talkative I mean we have a podcast which is weird but yeah we're not talking to people like that so <laughs> yeah I just <laughs> don't have enough I don't my thought has been like something I happen or whatever and I'm like well here's an interesting thing I could say about that but then I'm like eh. what I'm what I have to say is generally in my perspective um, like about events, you know, news or whatever. I'm like, yeah. Someone else probably already said that by now. I don't need to. I don't need to jump out there and start commenting on whatever Trump did, especially because like that's that has nothing to do with my brand. No one can like my opinion on that. People probably yeah. don't care. If something like Instagram changes their logo, I definitely need to be talking about that. But 
Yeah. Like R. Kelly yeah. molesting more little girls. I don't know. So what? I mean, I care, but I don't well, care. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't, my brand doesn't yeah, care. Yeah. If I have, my, I personally care a little bit. Well, the brand cares, but you don't actually have anything to add to right. the conversation. Yeah, especially when, like, I log on to Twitter and it's been going on for hours already. So, yeah, I'm everybody has said everything. Add. So it's just like I might yeah. go in and find somebody who's tweeting about it that has something interesting to say and retweet them. But a lot of times it's like, all right, no, I don't care. So yeah, I think it, it's 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 really like a time suck, and so you have to, um, like consciously say, all right, I have something to say. Let me go in and say it, and then let me get off. Instead of, yeah. I wonder what's going on on Twitter. Because <laughs> then an hour later, you know what's going on on Twitter, but you haven't accomplished anything. So. Yeah, exactly. You're just. I was going to ask you about Instagram. Um. Well, I mean, I. I'm more active on Instagram, probably, just because I like looking at pictures and, you know, I get, you know. I find inspiration from looking at things, whatever, for paintings I'm doing and stuff like that. And that, um, that is honestly more of a temptation to be on all the time for me. But I'm guessing you're asking about me actually getting our numbers up. Um, one thing that we did recently, I mean, and I think it may help our podcast or whatever, but is like using the video function to post snippets of our podcast so that people can hear a little bit of it and then maybe they'll be prompted to go listen. Um, which I, I thought was a cool way to integrate those two things. Because um, I, I, I like I like to think try to think of ways that um, to use new technologies that are coming out in a most effective way to make things easy for people. Um, our numbers are higher. I know that much. Um, I mean, a part of it, I think it's one of the same things we were saying with Twitter that we need to post more things that are not just mm. promotional. Even, but, but Instagram is weird like that because it's like if you're not posting something, instra- um, it's. I mean, it's a platform that's all about, you know, self promotion. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally what it is. It's self promotion. So it's like when you're posting other things, I mean, you can post quotes and stuff like that. I know we do that sometimes, but you know, it's not like you're sharing an article. It's not that kind of a thing. It's like, literally, if you're not sharing your stuff and like, what are you sharing? You know? Um, I mean, you can post like inspirations and stuff like that. There are other things in way you can do that. You just have to find a clever way to use what's yeah. there because it's, you know, it's not like you can share a link to something or you're retweeting. I mean, you can reshare things, but then it gets all pixelated and horrible. I don't and like. I don't the, know. I mean, there's I a lot of people out there. People that just repost stuff all the time, and I don't know. I'm like, oh, I, I hate mean, that. I don't want to see your. Meme. So there's like they're like curators <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. Basically, they find the funny stuff and repost it, and that's like okay, that's interesting for a while. But I don't. I don't. I wouldn't want to do that on our account. <laughs> but I think. I was going to say, like, I think some of our growth in numbers, which has not been super significant. I don't remember what we were. We'd have to listen to that episode again. But we're like 170, 160 something now. And uh, I think part of that has been just consistency. Because when I post, like, even on my personal account, I said, I'm going to post something every day this week. And if I'm consistent and post every day, um, I'll get more followers, but also I'll get a whole lot more likes. Um, Not, like, 15,000 or nothing like that but I get more followers and more likes by just being consistent um, and I think sometimes it's difficult to do that well I guess it's not difficult I just don't do it let me let me just say that I just don't do it because uh, you want to sometimes you want to kind of stay on message and stuff like that so you're like well I had this cool picture of a sunset but I'm not going to share that so I don't know yeah I mean because you got to find a way to balance, like, is this relevant to yeah. my brand, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, and depending on what you're doing. I mean, because honestly, for some people, it's like all self-promotion. And I I know for my personal account, I'm, I, I'm um, conflicted with the fact that it's, 
probably it may be confusing for mm-hmm. people based on the fact that I do so many different things. So some people like, okay, they're an artist. That's all they post is their art. It's a consistent brand. Or they're a photographer. That's all they post. Or they're a Instagram model. That's all they post is like, you know, waist waist trainer, butt shots. fitness tea. Yeah. Yeah, it's fifty. Yeah, that's that's what they do. But somebody like me, I do so many different things. When you look at my Instagram, you don't know me. You may be like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, but I, I, so <laughs> you know? I think that's that can be a negative. It can be a positive. Like if I came here for fitness tea or whatever, then that's what I want to see. If I came here for art, that's what I want to see. But um, for people that might not be interested in art. If I throw in a random picture of a sunset or a car or whatever in all the hashtags, then I, you know, me as a car person or whatever, I might stumble upon your account and then see your art too. You know what I'm saying? So it's like mm-hmm. just another way in. But I don't know. We'll have to try some of these things and see what happens. But that's. Yeah. Go ahead. What? Yeah. No, I'm going to say one thought I just had was. um. One thing about Instagram is it's a, you know, it's all about self-promotion and it's more personal, I think, in a way than, you know, maybe not Facebook. Facebook's super personal, but that, I don't know, that's that's different. But um, it's super personal. So people, a lot of times they buy into a person. And I think that's why I hate people that post memes all the time. Because it's like, I don't know who you are. Because that's honestly why you follow somebody. You're interested in what they're doing. Like I follow like some people because it's like, oh, okay, I wonder what they're up to or what are you know what are they doing here. And so that's why, you know, I'm interested in. So I mean, I don't know. You got to find a balance between you know giving yourself your company or mm-hmm. yourself a face and like also being able to promote yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah, so. I, I I agree. Because yeah, there's a lot of accounts and you don't know anything about the person, which is which can be fine in yeah. some cases. Depending on the content, if I like if you're just to me, I feel like if you're the yeah, shade I, I room, don't it's care. Fine, that's what you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. All right. So besides our social media numbers, that's our social media recap for July 2017. Um, we're gonna keep trying stuff and see what happens. Uh, the goal here is obviously not to be, yeah. you know, the most popular people on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, but. You know, we just want to explore. Yeah, be, be effective, effective with the little bit that we are willing to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. there's a video we watched, and you wanted to talk about it. So, go right ahead. Um, it was a video. What was the channel? Future or something like that? I forgot the channel it was, but um, there's a guy on there. He, he was talking to another designer. I mean, obviously, he had like a you know, design firm, and he'd been around for a while and everything, a lot of experience, and I guess she didn't have as much, but I'm not I'm not super familiar with the channel, um, but he was talking about how to charge more for your logo, and one of the main, where they started was the fact that I guess in a video in the past, he had talked about charging like $18,000 for a logo, and that bothered her, <laughs> so... Oh, that's where they started out, and it was an interesting. Um, it was interesting to watch, I guess, how he, in a way, justified it, or explained to her what you needed to do to raise your price, to charge more, and to create more value, and to make yourself appear, you know, not, I'm not gonna say more than that you are, but at least appear, you know, get paid what you're worth, you know. How to present yourself in a way that people see you as somebody that's an authority on a topic or a, you know, professional or, you know, so that people don't, you know, people pay you more and they're not just standing over your shoulder and like trying to critique everything because they don't think you actually know what you're doing. So, um, and I, I mean, after watching it, I was I'm still kind of conflicted about it. I mean, I, I feel like, really feel like there were some takeaways or things like, you know, make sure, you know, you have quality case studies um, you talk about like what happened after you did the brand. I mean, you did the branding for them. Um, talk about what all you offer. And um, one of the main takeaways from it was, for me, was being better at telling the story. 
because people buy into a you know they make some sometimes it's like an emotional mm-hmm. connection so you got to find a balance between I'm you know I'm good at this but there's also an emotional connection where okay this is what I did I'm passionate about this so it's not just a list of this is what I do I do this I do this I do this do that and that's something honestly I was I mean maybe we can talk about it in another podcast but I something I was thinking about like when you go on a job interview because it's easy to is when you do a lot of things it's easy to just you know, give somebody a laundry list of whatever everything you do, but they still don't know who you are. So, um, I don't know. What what did you so think? About I the thought video? it was good information. Um, so every I think, well, most people definitely want to be able to make uh, more money for what they do, so that you know you feel more fulfilled by making more money. I guess some people do. Um. So I thought I thought the advice they gave in terms of you know just most of what he said was basically it's not about the logo. It's about the stuff you put around the logo that allows you to charge more. The presentation, your presentation of yourself, your presentation of your your past work and that type of stuff is what allows you to charge more. Um, so I I completely agree with that because there's been times when i have actually you know written up creative briefs and all that type of stuff and sent them to people along with logos and stuff like that and they they it was easier because in the past i know we've had a couple episodes where we talked about you send a client multiple logos and they select the one you don't want them to select and so in the times when i have taken the time out to write up creative briefs and uh, present everything properly then it's easier for me to pitch them in the right direction um but on the yeah. other hand, uh, I think it's it's they're they're connected. So like, if if I'm only charging you, you know, several hundred dollars for a logo, and I put it together, it's not worth my time in a lot of cases to write up a creative brief or to come and present the logo to you in person, you know, in a nice uh, presentation or whatever. And, and really talk you through why I chose the logo, why I chose the colors, all that type of stuff. It's not worth it. You only pay me a couple hundred dollars. My time is worth more than that. I have other things to move on to, so I can't do that. And so, as a result, you you are going to just look at this blurry JPEG I sent you. You're going to pick the one that you think looks good because you don't have any guidance from a professional like me to tell you what to do. And then yeah. you're going to move forward and then I'm gonna I might be frustrated because you picked a logo I didn't like I can't use it in my portfolio I can't write a case study on this job because of that and so it's kind of a self-enforcing thing and then you know like the next person comes along they're gonna go basically they might not do exactly the same thing but it's gonna be a similar process in terms of you didn't give them all the guidance and the help that they that you could have to help them get to the best logo for them it was just a personal preference thing when the professional was sitting right there, but just didn't, you know, I, it wasn't worth my time to help you. And so that's yeah. where I think charging more, not necessarily not saying that you should charge $18,000 for a logo, but charging more can benefit both people, but you've got to sell that. And that's, that's something that they talked about in the, in the video yeah. as well. It's like, if you don't see, so yeah, if, if I'm just a, an Adobe operator, person comes to me, says, make this, I make it, I give it back to them, then no, $18,000 is way too much. But if I'm a yeah. creative strategist or whatever kind of term you want to use, and I can do more than just regurgitate what you gave me, I can give you guidance and suggestions and I can do market research and you know all that other um, add-ons, then... Yeah, it might be worth it. Probably not, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Probably like, not so that much, but yeah. <laughs> I would say, like, for me, I, I don't have the resources to do all the, uh, you know, the market research and yeah, focus groups and all the other crap. No, I, I don't have the resources to do that. If you gave me eighteen thousand dollars, I could probably find a way to get a lot of that done. But um, for now, I, I, I personally am not going to charge you eighteen thousand dollars to do a logo. But for the services that I do provide, I should be charging more. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I, I mean, I had a couple of thoughts about that. Um, different aspects. Of one one thing I would say, because this is in conjunction with something else I was listening to yesterday, um, 
like you said, I mean, sometimes you're tempted when somebody does not have the larger budget, you're tempted to not do as much work. Mm-hmm. Um, or do your best work, which I mean, and in, in, in this case, we're talking about like writing a design brief that isn't, isn't going to take you that much more time to do. You know, it can be a couple of sentences just explaining why you went this direction. It doesn't take that much time, but what happens is you get in the habit of doing less. Right. And also, you don't know, you're making a logo for somebody. You don't know who that logo is going to be in front of, and you want this person to recommend you to other people that may have more of a budget. Mm. So if you're in the habit of doing less, doing the minimum, and you, you know, don't, you know, you like you said, you can't use this for anything because the story isn't there. You didn't do anything. You just made, you know, some marks on the paper and that's it. You know, you didn't really do much more than that for them. So why would they recommend you? They may recommend you to somebody else who's like, yeah, hey, I just need a logo real quick. And so you're just going to get more basic, you know, basic work like that, you know. And I mean, they're, I mean, who knows? Maybe their company blows up or whatever, but they, if they're not like super like pumped about the experience, that they had with you designing their logo and they didn't feel like they're a part of it. And they, you know, they just feel like you just like here, you know, you want, you want a Big Mac, you want it with cheese, no pickles. Okay. Here, you know, if that's all, if that's all the service that you get, they're not, they're not as inclined to come back to you. I mean, they might just because you're cheap, but they're not, not going to like, they may not recommend you. Right. They're not, yeah. there's no like emotional connection. That's definitely the experience I've had in the past was, I've had clients that were very, very loyal to me, but it was just because I had quick turnaround and I was inexpensive. Um, yeah. And so they had a plethora of bad ideas and I was helping. Support. You turned them around. Yeah, I turned them around. <laughs> but um, the people who I've actually helped be successful, they come back. Some of them come back too. But um, I think there, there, there is a different motivation. I think that's what's important is you want people to come back because they're happy and they had got results, not because you're cheap. You're the cheapest person on the block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's, I mean, that's not what you want to be known for. It's not what you paid all them. You know, that's not what you, you know, that's not what Martin died for. Uh, <laughs> Rosa didn't what... sit in the back of the bus for that. <laughs> this is not what Sally May fought for. You know. This is, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is not what I pay Sally Think May about for. your student loans when you're uh, doing basic work. Is basically yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's they... how I look at it too. Is like <clears throat> you're paying for my experience and you're paying for my education. Yeah. I know a whole lot of stuff you don't know. I yeah. might not tell you any of that stuff, or I might not tell you a lot of that stuff, but yeah, um, I know a lot. Yeah, so I, need to I share. mean. And also, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said before, like you need to form good habits and you need to sharpen your skills. I mean, sometimes you got to sharpen that on like basic projects that may not pay that much. I mean, you, but you, there's things you can do that do not take you that long. Mm-hmm. Designing, writing a simple design brief is not going to take you that long. You know, giving them multiple, you know, showing them what it looks like in the different, you know, colors and telling them why that's not going to take you that long. And that some of that can be a template, you know. That mm. you give to everyone. It's not going to take you that long. You can present it in a different way. Make a template that you present things to people in that looks pro. Mm. You can do that instead of just sending them something on a white background with nothing else. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm talking to myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's You're things that you can do. To the choir. Yeah, I'm, I'm preaching to the preacher. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, a lot of that stuff is stuff that I just. Sometimes it's just like I just don't feel like doing it or whatever, but it's totally worth it. And I yeah. think the, the the other part that I liked about the video is he said, the first thing you need to do is double your price. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's something I would like to do too, is just off the bat double. Yeah. I mean, or hit him with the gonna... double range. Cause that's what he said. He basically, he doubled it, but he hit him with double range. He was like, it's going to be five to 10. And so yeah. they know the range is somewhere higher than it was. Yeah. So, yeah then they have to pick and choose like, okay, well, what do I want from this process? Cause that's, yeah. that's the other thing that I thought was powerful as well was the fact that he was like, well, you just got to turn some people down because you are still going to get approached by the people that all they want is a reproduction of some bad idea or they, they want a Photoshop operator. They don't want a designer. Yeah. 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 I mean, and you don't, 
I mean, when you're first starting out or you're trying to build your portfolio up and stuff like that, I mean, yeah, you're not going to be able to, you need, you, you may need to take some of the more low hanging fruit, but build your, build up some strong stories and, you know, some good habits from that. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, yeah, I mean, a lot of us, we've been, me and you, we've been doing this for a while, but there are definitely bad habits that we have maintained because for one reason or another, sometimes it's time or just, you know, you're not even thinking about it. But then you look up one day and it's like, why am I not further along? <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh wait, because I'm, you know, I'm doing basic work, even though I have the skill and the experience and everything, but I'm not. But you're in, putting that forth so nobody can see it. Yeah, you're reinforcing the problem. Yeah. Yeah. So this conversation makes me feel like I need to go do something constructive. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I, I watched it, and I, I don't know, honestly, while I was watching it, I started updating case studies on our website mm-hmm. just because I was like, that's right. I mean, we we have volume on there, but if you, you could, read it, you could you do with less, just make it good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, because some of the, my favorite logos, I may like the logo, but there's no story there. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, you know, either the company doesn't exist anymore for whatever reason or something. There's no... Yeah, because that happens. That's an unfortunate thing that happens. But some of those, I just, it literally was like, somebody was like, hey, can you make this logo? I was like, yeah, sure. I make the logo. It's a good logo. I like it. But I don't know what happened to the company. I don't know much else about where they are right now. There wasn't a whole lot to it. I just had a good idea, mm-hmm. which is fine. But, you know, your, those ideas come from somewhere. And I, probably, you know, examine where that idea came from and put that down on paper so that pe- other people can see it because especially when you've been doing it for a while your thought process can be so quick that you don't even realize what you're thinking because mm-hmm. uh, we were probably talking about it before I mean I, I design things in my head all the time I mean I remember in college like they always wanted to um, you know it's like here you know present your thumbnails I did my thumbnails after I did my project yeah yeah I don't work I don't work in the traditional sketch yeah. some things out then you know, sketch some more things out, then do it in Photoshop yeah. or whatever. But people want to see that because they think that's the traditional way. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's something I think you should present. I mean, sometimes I do sketch things or whatever out, but I think you sometimes you need to present that to people because that's the way they like to see things. Because otherwise, you know, it's the classic show your work kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I figured so out even the if you can do it. I don't know how. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, your brain knows how to do it, but nobody else believes that you can do it, you know, because yeah. you didn't show your work. So, I mean, that, that's a, you know, that's that's something there. I so, did have another thought about that. Go oh. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Ladies first. Uh, no, what I was going to say was, uh, <laughs> like, you mentioned a lot of the designs you've done are for companies that, in some cases, don't exist anymore. And that made me think, like, I wonder if I had taken the time to maybe spend some more time with customers, spend some more time doing the, I guess I would call them peripheral services around a logo design. Consulting. Yeah, consulting basically <laughs> with them. Would the company still be around? Or maybe it, it, there's two outcomes. Either I did something, I talked to them, I guided them in the right direction, the company's still around, or I talked them out of the whole thing. Not necessarily the whole logo or the whole company, but like, <laughs> I was like, maybe you shouldn't do this because of X, Y, Z. And here, keep your money. Give me a consulting fee for for the time I spent, and then we're good. And I think in some cases that doing that might have been more helpful than just you know giving them a logo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, cause yeah, I mean, you it's a quick you know like here, you know, take that, take that. Here's what you, you know. asked for, but I'm not going to give you any <laughs> yeah. uh, intelligent, useful guidance. Yeah, I mean, and I don't know. You may give them this amazing logo, and they get all pumped, and they, you know, it's a garbage product or whatever. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, some of that's on them, definitely. And you, you know, when you're busy, you got other people to move on to. That can happen, but like, I guess if you charge more, then you can afford to do that for people. Yeah, that's what I said. It's like made. it's all interconnected in terms of. I can't do a good job for you because I'm not charging you enough. If I charge you more, I can do a better job for you. But it's just, it's it's sometimes it's, I mean, maybe it's just because I've been doing it so long, but sometimes it's just kind of, it's, it's a self-perpetuating type of situation where you're like, I don't want to charge more, but you need to charge more, not just for your pocket, but for the, the benefit of the, the client. And then, uh, yeah. you know, with the amount of time we've been doing this, we have, we're not, you know, I'm not a business expert. I do have an MBA, but 
I, I'm not like a, a, um, a retail expert or anything like that, but I have a pretty good idea what's going to work and what's gonna, not going to work as well. So that expertise is also worth something. And so I need to charge for that as well so that, <clears throat> excuse me, so that yeah. I can uh, do a better job for you. Because if I'm not charging you, I can't do a yeah. good job. And some of those things just like, those are skills that you could pick up in some ways. You could take some classes. You can, you know, you know, you may not be a professional on it, but you can learn about some of these things without spending a lot of time just so that you can add on to your your benefit, the benefit that you mm-hmm. bring. Um, the only other thought on that I would say is I was talking to my uncle about this and um, it was something funny. He said that my granddad told him, um, I probably messed up the quote, but he, you know, as far as pricing, he was saying, um, a sheep will always need shearing, but you can only skin a sheep once. Mm-hmm. So, which I thought was really interesting because it's like um, you have to find a, um, find a balance. Well, I mean, don't you know? Don't don't see something that's like, oh, somebody's charging eighteen thousand dollars for a logo. It's like, let me go to the max. Like, I mean, because. You know, you may get this client once, but if they don't see the value in what you did, even if what you did was valuable and you did all of these things that you were supposed to do, you got a good story, give them design briefs and all this kind of stuff. And then in the day, some of that is on their company and their company. You can't guarantee results just because you made a really good design, mm-hmm. you know. So <laughs> you want to, you know, make sure your prices are in a rate where it's like, OK, well, they'll come back, yeah. you know. Yeah, you don't want to take everything out of the deal the first time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because otherwise it's like, all right, well, okay, well, that was good that time, but I can't afford you the next time, and everybody I meet, I'm going to be like, hey, they charge a lot. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, this is cool and everything, but, you know, especially if it's a startup business, I mean, because a lot of people, when you're designing a logo, you're designing for somebody Mm -hmm. new. A lot of new people ain't got money like that. So, well, I think you've got to, like you said, it's got to be a balance between charging them enough so that you can do a good job and not charging them so much that they won't want to do work with you anymore. And then you've also got to balance that with um, people that are serious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people that can actually afford to pay you to do that type of work. And then, like, for instance, if I'm charging someone. Twenty, thirty thousand dollars for a logo. Okay, that's great. I can do a bunch of work for them. But now I'm, I'm kind of got to be somewhat fully dedicated to them for some period period of time. So I don't have as much time to spend on Twitter trying to get my numbers up, or on Instagram, or yeah. finding new business, or updating my own website, which is fine if that's what I want to do. But if I'm trying to like, you know, like just like you, you do paintings, you do uh, web design, you do video stuff, you do a lot of other stuff. We do a podcast. So I need to be able to spend my time on these other things. And so if I'm charging someone that much, I'm kind of, you know, dedicating a certain amount of my time to them. But if I charge a little less, I can still do a good job. But then I also get back some of my time. Because that's all it is. They're paying for your time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, and that's, I mean, that, I don't know. We need to probably have another episode about that, about jobs and stuff like that. But, um, just finding that balance in mm-hmm. life, you know, I mean, because, you know, you can make a lot of money, but have no time. <laughs> yep. I've, and time is the most valuable I've definitely you know, thing that you've been in a situation where I was making, I wouldn't say a lot of money, but I was making decent money, but I just didn't even have the time to spend the money I was making. I mean, yeah. even with the Internet making it easy to spend money, it was like, uh, I forgot to buy the things I needed or just random things I wanted. I just didn't have the time to buy them. Because I was just like busy, busy, busy. Yeah. So, yeah, we need to make a We'll we'll have an episode about that. <laughs> yeah, we have right. a lot of episodes we need to do. So, um, I think overall, well, uh, the the video it's called "How to Charge More for a Logo Deep Dive" episode four. It's on a channel called The Future with no E. Uh, it's not uh, the other future, no purple sprite or anything like that. Um, the the designer in the video his name is Chris Doe uh, we'll have a link in the show notes if you want to watch it I think if, if you're a designer and you're trying to get your money up definitely watch it it's definitely informative and he's got a lot of other videos on uh, other topics that are pretty good so definitely check yeah. that out yep I learned a lot um, and 
I guess we'll be back next time. Yep. <laughs> uh, if you learned something, definitely share uh, this episode with others. Um, we've gotten a lot of pretty good feedback on a couple of our last episodes when we had uh, photographer Gianna Snell on and we had uh, Steve Norman on talking about um, accessibility, accessibility and things like that. So if you missed those episodes, definitely check them out. Lots of good information, lots of jokes, some of which are funny. Um, and also, check, check out the rest of the archives. There's other good episodes back there. Um, if you really want to laugh, listen to the one about social media and how bad our social media numbers are and used to be. <laughs> yeah, still are. And they're still pretty bad. <laughs> but it's okay. Like, I, I, I don't... Don't give yeah, us a like. Don't like, like us on social <laughs> media. Uh, at Alien Muffin. That's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I mean, we're, and we'd like some reviews also. On the podcast? Yes, like reviews on, you know, iTunes, Google Play, all that kind of stuff. Um, yep. I don't know if we have any of those. So. I have not. <laughs> you feel like leaving a review or a comment? Yeah, leave a comment on SoundCloud if you're listening and you like us to know leave a comment about something let us yep. know you're listening <laughs> all right well all right. thanks for tuning in everyone um tune in again in a few weeks for another episode and we're out